Hi there! If you found us, you're probably a tired parent. It's the middle of the night, or hey, the middle of the day, and sleep just isn't happening. Well, this isn't Mean Girls. You should not stop trying to make sleep happen. In fact, I'd say sleep, or really the lack thereof, is preventing other things in life from happening. Loving, learning, and living your best life as a family. Maybe your baby won't sleep through the night, or your little one's nap schedule is erratic at best. Maybe you just can't get your toddler out of your bed and into theirs. You're not alone, and you're not without solutions. Solutions we have. Solutions that will have you sleeping like a mother of a well-rested baby. This is the Sleep Like a Mother podcast. Welcome. I'm Ashley Channer Rizzo, certified pediatric sleep consultant and director of Well-Rested Baby. We're a team of mamas and certified pediatric sleep consultants that help children of all ages all over the world get the sleep they need. I'm a mama to not one, but two sets of twins. Yes, you heard that correctly. Two sets of twins. And they're only 15 months apart. Sleep makes my life possible, as I'm sure you can imagine. So I've made it my mission to help families develop healthy sleep habits in their home so that they too can experience life as it was meant to be lived. Well rested. Today, we'll be talking about sleep tips to survive the spring forward. I I know, I know, I know, I know. Last week, I said we'd be talking about sleep at daycare, but man, time flies. It's something we say all the time as parents, but it really, truly does. It seems like just yesterday we were preparing to fall back, and here we are about to spring forward. Daylight savings time is just around the corner, and it starts on Sunday, March 8th. So I thought, hey, I better get these guys ready. You know, despite losing an hour of sleep, I do look forward to this day each year because it means spring is not too far behind. Guys, we made it. We made it through another winter. Congratulations. I know it felt a little touch and go there for a bit, but there's light, sunlight at the end of the tunnel. You're going to want to be sure that you and your little ones are as well rested as possible so you can break out of the house and into the sunshine and warmer weather that's headed our way. So this is how we want you to prepare your little ones and their schedule for daylight savings time. If your child is taking only one nap or none at all, it's pretty straightforward. You're going to switch everything, and I mean everything. Wake time, nap time, bedtime, meals, the whole shebang to the new time, cold turkey. Yeah, you'll probably have to wake your little one to keep them at their normal wake time for a few days, but hey, that's okay. Just open those blinds, let the natural light in, and reinforce the whole we're waking at this new time thing. However, if your child's napping multiple times a day or you have a sensitive sleeper on your hands, you're going to go with a different approach. First, let me explain what I mean by sensitive sleeper. A sensitive sleeper is very, well, sensitive to any change in their schedule. I know, who would have thought that's what it meant? So if you have one, you know it. Trust me. 
Being the lucky duck I am, I have two. My Maisie and my Theo are both extraordinarily sensitive sleepers. It blows even me away. If either one of them are in bed just 15 minutes late, we really pay for it, either with overnight wakings or an extra early morning or extreme crabbiness or, hey, a really nice combination of any of the three. So you can imagine a time change can really wreak havoc on a sensitive sleeper's schedule. Instead of transitioning sleep times cold turkey, you can gradually back up their sleep routine by spreading out the hour change over a handful of days. This slower change can be easier for a lot of little ones, especially those sensitive sleepers, as going to sleep a full hour earlier than their norm can present a struggle. So, for example, if your normal schedule is nap one at nine, nap two at 12, nap three at three, and bedtime at seven, on Sunday, March 8th, it'll, it'll change to nap 1 at 9.30, nap 2 at 12.30, nap 3 at 3.30, and bedtime at 7.30. After three days, on Wednesday, March 11th, you'll subtract the remaining 30 minutes to bring your child all the way back to their old schedule. Nap 1 at 9, nap 2 at 12, nap 3 at 3, and bedtime at 7, according to the new clock time. Of course, in the case of very sensitive sleepers like my M&T, you can break down that transition even more into 10 or 15 minute increments. Whichever way you choose to handle adjusting your child's schedule, it's very important to stay consistent in your regular daily routine. This includes the timing, but also the activities. So if you have breakfast before nap one, lunch before nap two, snack before nap three, and dinner, bath, and a book before bed, continue to keep all of those things in the same exact order. Those regular parts of their day serves as a cue, telling your little one what to expect next, including sleep. Keeping them consistent across the board is going to help them adjust even more quickly. The last thing you can do to really help your little one get their sleep back on track is control their environment and really use it to your advantage. As we're shifting our internal clocks to wake an hour earlier in the morning, exposing them to natural light in those early morning hours are key. So as I said, throw open all those curtains and the blinds and get outside for some fresh air and natural light in that first half of the day. Still too cold to play outside? I got gotcha. you. Spend time in a sun-drenched room. It'll do the trick too. In the evening, on the other hand, you're going to need to adjust their bodies to be ready for bed an hour earlier. So start to keep your house dim in the hour or so leading up to their bedtime routine. Close the blinds, shut off any unnecessary lights or devices, and keep the activity level in your home generally as calm as possible to really ease your little ones into that sleepy frame of mind, even if there's still daylight outside. As the days grow longer and it stays brighter out well into the evening, it's crucial to ensure that your child's room is as dark as possible so that it remains conducive to sleep. We 
always recommend investing in blackout blinds or curtains, but never do we see their benefit more than during the time change. No matter how you choose to handle daylight savings time, your well-rested child will easily adjust in just a few days to a week as this change really does tend to be less problematic for little ones than the end of daylight savings in the fall. So, hey, get out there and enjoy that extra hour of sunlight. Mamas, papas, thank you so much for listening. It takes a village and I'm absolutely honored that you've allowed me into yours. If you want to know more about the time change or any other sleep-related topic, please visit our website at wellrestedbaby.com. You'll find sleep tips, show notes, and more about Well-Rested Baby, our philosophies, and our support packages. Just a quick spoiler alert for you, we don't judge. We're here to help you find a solution to your little one's sleep in a matter that reflects your comfort level, not ours. After all, I'm not Regina George, sleep is not my gold hoops, and you can absolutely get in on this trend too. So join us next time. Just hit the subscribe button below where we'll really will chat sleep at daycare. Until then, sweet dreams and lots of coffee.